and Sipawal. I'm Karina, and welcome back to The Witches Inn. Today, I am meeting with Emily from Wise Woman Witchery, and we are going to be talking about her, and as well as this mystical gathering that she is hosting from June 12th to June 14th, that I am so honored to be a part of. Um, so welcome, Emily. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here with you, Karina. Thank you. Um, Emily, you and I know each other for, I think, about two years, would you say? Or a year and a half or so? Seems like a while. Like a year. I think it's been about a year and a half, two years, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And we, we did meet um, through the Sisters Enchanted, who hosts mm -hmm. a really great hub for anyone on their witching journey. So, um, but we don't know a lot about you. So let's, <laughs> let's talk about you. What, you know, what brought you to this journey and um, like, how, like, yeah, tell us about, tell us about you so that when we get to the meat and bones of this mystical gathering, we can, you know, people are like, oh, I can relate now. <laughs> yeah. So are you wanting to know about like my witchy path or just like who I am and my path in general? <laughs> Anything. Anything. Tell it all. Yeah. Whew. How, how long do we have? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was born. No. Um, so so um, I am a therapist in my day job. I'm a psychotherapist in my day job. And I also run Wise Woman Witchery, which is an online community um, of witchy goodness. And I offer classes and workshops and most recently have organized this virtual conference, um, which is going to be totally amazing and exciting. But really what my passion is, is bringing women together. Like I love bringing women together, helping them to figure out who they are and really recognize the gifts that they already hold inside of them. So it's kind of like, um, like I, I sort of feel like when I work with people, whether it's doing therapy, um, you know, and that is a whole other ball game but when I'm working with people around kind of tapping into themselves and helping themselves feel more empowered it's really about unlocking tools that they often already have but they didn't know they had like I think we all have way more wisdom inside of us than we have any idea we have <laughs> uh yeah I will yeah. agree you know we are made of stardust <laughs> totally yeah and you know we get stuck in these patterns as humans and when we get stuck in patterns it's really easy to just stay in those patterns right it's like when you eat the same cereal for breakfast every morning and you just yeah. eat that same cereal because it's super easy and it's the thing you know and you know you pretty much like it even on the days you don't like it that much it's okay but really there's like this, there's like a whole array of breakfast foods you could be eating that could fuel your body in this like incredible way that make you feel awesome all day. So I think that, you know, we all have a lot of breakfast foods. <laughs> I don't know where that analogy came from, but here it is. <laughs> and you know what? Sometimes breakfast doesn't just have to be eaten at breakfast. It can be right? eaten at lunch dinner or for a late night snack if you're up for it and you know I actually think that's a great analogy because um it's true there's so many different things and um today I was actually on a call earlier I'm on a coaching panel and a woman was eating cauliflower for breakfast and I was like that's not something I want to eat for breakfast but hey all the power to you and I think <laughs> it is true that you know we when we get together as women, we get to experience kind of other 
the other person's experience, even if it's just mm -hmm. through their stories. And then we can say, oh, I resonate with that. Mm -hmm. Even if it's nothing we've lived on an experience level, like, oh, I resonate with that. And now I can, can I integrate that somehow? Or can I find a way like to make that magic happen in my life? Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I think it's true, right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll try cauliflower for breakfast. No. <laughs> I've done the veggies for breakfast thing. I don't know. It's just yeah. not my jam, but you know, everybody's got their thing for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, part of my own journey has been that I, I found kind of my pagan pathway early on, but I didn't know that it actually had a name or, you know, I didn't know any of that until I got to be in my early 20s. But I was already sort of following an earth-based spirituality, just unaware that other people did that too. And when I got into my 20s, um, I was introduced to more um, organized spirituality through the reclaiming community here in uh, the Bay Area. Uh, I live in San Francisco Bay Area. And um, what came out of that, well, actually that, that started because I had taken a class in college that was a comparative religion class that I had to give a presentation and the presentation was on Wicca. And I was like, oh, check this out. This is all about like what I'm already kind of doing. Um, and obviously, you know, as we practice our own spiritual path, those grow and change over time. And I would not consider myself Wiccan at this point, but I'm definitely in the witch realm. Um, and that's how I identify my own path. Um, but in this whole journey, I actually had a friend who was a practicing witch and she and I became very close. She's actually one of my very best friends and she'll be presenting at the conference as well. Um, but she and I ended up starting a women's circle and this women's circle I have now been in for 16 years and we meet every week and we meet for three hours. Mm. And it has been probably one of the most profound learning experiences of my entire life <laughs> in positive and negative ways. Like, I mean, it's, it's been really, really hard and it's been really, really enriching and empowering. And I think that is part of where my passion comes from around gathering women together and having the opportunity to learn from each other and to hear each other and to celebrate each other and to bring our energy together to do ritual together, because there is something so powerful about showing up authentically with other women. You know, like you were saying, you could be with other women and you're like, wow, that resonates for me. Even when it doesn't resonate, there's power in listening and learning from that. And, and I get, I get pumped, like right now, just talking about it and just all, yeah, jazz, let's do it. Come on. All the ladies, let's go. <laughs> all the ladies, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's hang out. Um, anyway, but that's part of, that's part of why I created Wise Woman Witchery. I mean, that was a big part of it is that I, I wanted to help women find their power through earth-based spirituality, and then also to be able to come together in community and support each other and, you know, really embrace who we are and be witnessed in that. Yeah. Can we, I love that. Can we back up just a little bit? Because totally. um, this is something that I think has been around for a little while, but I'm starting to more notice it in Canada. It's happening again, more out on the West coast. I haven't been able to find a community here, but the reclaiming community. Yes. What does that mean for people who might not know? Sure. So I'll give you my understanding of it, which yep. 
it's probably not going to be as in depth as you might hear elsewhere. Um, I believe the reclaiming community was actually started by Starhawk back in the, I want to say seventies, possibly the eighties, but it's very much a, um, an earth-based pagan spirituality group that is focused on social justice issues. A lot of what they do um, is around social justice and around activism, magical activism. Um, it's, it's pretty amazing. I, I never considered myself an activist, but at the time that I started getting involved with the group, I was, I was definitely more on like my environmentalist, we should all climb trees so nobody cuts them down path. Um, I was like 22 or whatever, but <laughs> and I'm still totally an environmentalist, but yeah, yeah. Um, I can't climb trees as well anymore. So, <laughs> so the reclaiming community was born out of, I think this idealism or this, um, this value system. And they have groups that have formed We're they're all over kind of the Bay area. You know, there's the North Bay and the East Bay and all of that. But there, I know there's a British Columbia group. I went to yes. witch camp in British Columbia. Yes, I know there is um, one there too. Yeah, and it's fabulous, and everybody there was fabulous. Um, they have sort of a, I'm having a hard time finding my words, but uh, it's not necessarily like you have to do things in this order, but they do offer a variety of classes, and they have like their, their core classes that are all taught with, with a similar curriculum. And I've taken a couple of them more than once. So I've experienced different teachers who definitely present the material in different ways, which is super cool um, and enriching. But uh, they have this foundation of classes that you can take and then you kind of can move on to these other classes that are a little bit more deep and a little more like shadow work type classes. Mm -hmm. um, but they're, yeah, they're really involved in magical activism and community and they have witch camps, several. They have one in BC, one in um california i believe there's one in texas and i want to say there's one in it's vermont or virginia it's a v state okay um and i think most recently they have one in the uk as well <laughs> nice yeah i it's yeah it's funny that you say that because um one i i do a magical story time and one of the books that really resonated with me was the last wild witch and it was written by Starhawk. And then <laughs> I met someone from BC uh, in April and they said to me, are you part of the reclaiming community? And I went, what is that? Like, <laughs> And I've been looking for one in Ontario, but I don't think there is one. I think it would be something that like, I would have to like really search out and be like, what, you know? Um, but my understanding of it too, is that it's really the reclaiming part is about working within your ancestry line to help um, like how you identify or who you are now. So like my roots are like Celtic roots, right? That kind of stuff and reclaiming that and working within that energy to build the magic and activism around that. Is that, that was kind of how it was explained to me a little bit. What you're saying was super in depth. And I, I was like, oh, wow, I didn't even know there was courses and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so that shows how much work I've actually done around that. But um, no, yeah, that that's super cool. So I like, thank you for explaining that further, even to me. So um, that's awesome. <laughs> You got to be careful what you ask me, Karina, because I'll just go off. So feel free to just stop me at any time. <laughs> oh, no, that's, no, that's okay. Because it was a really, that was a really good definition. And it is really, you know, I love that, that you said, like, 
there are courses like you there's steps that you can take in order to really like dig deep into this and it's mm-hmm. a, it's community based as well too so mm-hmm. it's not that solidarity which there's nothing wrong with being a solid solidarity which that's basically what I do a lot of the times but I am finding that I'm wanting to create more community and so mm-hmm. that's awesome that it's out there for um my listeners who are in the UK, in the United States, and then on the West Coast as well, um, since we know that those are established. Um, well, and you can check them out. They do have mm-hmm. a website. Um, yes, I think do. it's reclaiming.org, but they, oh, okay. if you go on there, it'll show you all the different places that they have active community happening. Oh, perfect. I, yeah. uh, I was on her website last night, Starhawk's website, oh, but okay. I didn't actually come across that. However, I wasn't actively looking for that either. So I might've scrolled past it. So, but I'm sure there's a link there as well. And you literally pop her name up into Google and there it is. So yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and then I love that too, how you say that you actually carved out time each week to gather with women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, so important because I I love leading but I also love just like being in that energy and allowing someone else to lead or um however your circles run maybe it's run kind of like yes I am the founder however we all are here to lead and do stuff but um that's awesome that you do that and I can imagine the challenges that came up in it because you know personality types everything right like oh yeah it seems like we're in constant competition sometimes with each other and so actually having a group that's like nope like we're we're gonna work through this as a group together we're gonna be here we're gonna support each other good bad ugly whatever it's so important so yeah that's awesome and what will you be doing for the mystical gathering. Well, so uh, can I talk about like why I want to do this anyway? <laughs> like oh, where yes. that kind of came from? Yes. So um, I recently got introduced to uh, the, I'm going to slaughter this name. So I apologize for anybody who might be fans, but um, it's the museum of the paranormal, the traveling museum of the paranormal and the occult. Okay. Um, which is this couple who have like these artifacts and they normally travel around. Well, because they can't travel around, uh, they're doing a lot of stuff from home. And one of the things a friend of mine had told me about was that they were doing this paranormal conference and it was three days of speakers presenting. And I was like, this sounds kind of interesting. You know, we're all on lockdown. Like (laughs) I can't go anywhere. So, um, so why don't we just like, why don't I hang out this weekend and check out some of these speakers? And it was really fun and it was cool. And there were some very, very intelligent and well-researched speakers. Um, and it was a lot, it was a lot of information. But at the end of it, um, one of the organizers was saying, this was the coolest weekend. I got to hang out with all my friends and like share information I'm interested about. And I was like, I want to do that. I want to like hang out with all my friends all weekend and share stuff we all know about that we're interested in. So that was the birth of this idea is it wasn't actually my idea. It was somebody else's. Mm -hmm. I just put a witchy twist on it. (laughs) So um, a mystical gathering was born and basically what it is, is it's um, three days. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, June 12th, 13th, and 14th. And we will be having speakers each day and some giveaways from the speakers. 
So um, Friday, we have three people presenting, Saturday, four people, and Sunday, four people. Um, and it's on a variety of topics. And of course, I'm so prepared that I don't even have my list right in front of me, but I might. We'll see if I can get it out quick enough while I'm still talking. Um, yeah, no problem. Karina will be presenting. Yes. And um, you want to say what you're presenting on, Karina? Yeah. So I am presenting June 13th from, at 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern. It, uh, the workshop that I'm doing is called... Um, Awakening to your journey. No, your soul is calling. Awakening yes. to your vision. Sorry, I, I created a tongue twister for myself. And <laughs> basically, during this, I'm going to be talking a little bit about my journey and the reclaiming of the word witch and actually putting that into my title um, because I was met with, even from our witchy community. You do not want to put that in your name. It's not going to be appealing. And I went, uh -huh. watch me. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> um, and then just how you can kind of further that path. And we actually will be doing a vision board workshop, um, small scale, um, because it is an hour and 15 minutes. And yeah, like it's going to be a lot of fun. I use vision boards all the time like sometimes if I just need to kind of like storyboard something I will literally just like vision board it so that I'm like oh that's what it looks like okay uh -huh. cool um and yeah so I I'm really looking forward to it and I'm finding that um I've been pausing a lot like since May I've really felt this like need to like kind of still taking clients but like pause to really figure out this journey that I'm on kind of mm -hmm. like what does it mean to be a witch? What does, what does it mean to me? Like that kind of stuff. So I'm really looking forward to like, in, like sharing that, um, at the, at the conference. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, I'm really excited about your presentation. I think it's going to be amazing. Uh, of course, which is why I asked you to do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. Um, and, and there's going to be other amazing women there who are presenting on a lot of different things. So, uh, we have, one presentation will be about the mystery of the runes, just talking about kind of the history and how uh, you, you can use runes for divination. Um, and yeah, I think that would be really, really cool. Um, how to connect with your spiritual team. So like, you know, thinking about your guides or your angels. Um, I know the gal who's presenting it is, is in tune with both. She does some angel work, but also like spirit guides um, and helping spirits. And so she's going to present to us all about how to connect with those energies. And then we also will have plant spirit medicine, um, hearing the whispers of the natural world. So, you know, we hear a lot about, about plants being medicinal um, and having healing properties, but there's also the plant spirit, which is not like, I'm going to make tea out of this. I mean, it could be that too, but it's about yeah. like sitting with a plant and feeling into its energy and what, what medicine it has for you in that way. I have um, a, a quick little quip with that. Yeah. I have a, I have a dead rose bush in my house like it like I purposely keep it there like because I use it I break pieces off of it and like use it for different spell work and stuff and then when it's gone it, it's you know it's recycling right rebirthing that right. that death process um and it's it's funny because I do believe like plants have spirits I have literally I have a bunch of dead plants living around me dried dried stuff all around me 
And I, one day I'm mixing something up, I'm creating this ritual, and I just reach up to my rose, um, my dead rose plant, and I go to snap off a thing and a thorn just like stabs me. And for something that wasn't living, that hurt. And my immediate response was, I didn't ask permission first. Mm. That spirit mm -hmm. is still living there. And I, I apologized to the plant. I said, I'm so sorry. May I please have a piece from, you know, one of these branches? And immediately it was just kind of like, I, I don't know if the sun came out or what, but I, it was like, yes, you may. And the perfect place for me to pick up and throw it in. And I was just like, thank you so much. And it was just that like reminder of, yes, everything has energy, regardless, mm -hmm. everything has energy. So I'm actually looking forward to that uh, presentation for sure. Awesome. Yeah. I think it's going to be really interesting. I, I've done a lot more um, like working with plants versus plant working with plant spirit, like working with the actual physical plant um, for medicine purposes. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm really interested in going to that next level as well. Um, and then we will also be doing, I'm ex really excited about this one too, is what you, what you seek is seeking you unlocking the wisdom in our bodies. And this is being presented by, um, a very dear friend of mine who is both a belly dancer for many, many years. She actually belly danced at my wedding. Um, but also a yoga instructor and she's also going to school right now for, um, for her master's in therapy. So she's, she really is focusing on bringing us as women back to our bodies. We've had so much damage and negative self-talk and, you know, just all this kind of funk that's been put on us as women and our relationship to our bodies. And she's going to do a presentation that's really about movement and healing movement and um, landing in ourselves. So much hurt that happens around our relationship with our bodies because culturally, well, it's just a hot mess. I won't get into it, but yeah. if you're a woman, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and so she's going to use these techniques that she has to kind of create this really juicy, um, what did, I, can't, I wish I could remember what she said when I first asked her, she said, I'm going to make some kind of like badass um, ritual that we're all going to do together so we can all embody our full on goddess selves or something. Oh, so yeah. It's going to be juicy, basically. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> right? I know. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. um, and we're going to have a class on using intention to make the mundane magical. So how do we utilize intention in our day-to-day -day life to create more magic? Um, Awakening the dreaming psyche. So talking about how do we use our dreams? How are dreams magical? You know, what are the different ways we can uh, increase our ability to dream or lucid dreaming? How do we work with and discover messages within our dreams? Uh, which I'm super excited about because I love dream work so oh, much. Yeah. yeah. That's like my, when people, so like when I was, I actually probably knew I could interpret dreams before I knew anything else. Mm -hmm. like when I was four like that was like my thing of like what did you dream about last night because I want to know like it was like my like it was almost my like key into like the back door of their psyche like oh this is what's going on with you and my mom would be like stop it please stop like <laughs> so I love I love it I love that like more people are coming out and being like yeah I do dream stuff because it's like, so fascinating yeah mm -hmm. I love it yeah 
It is fascinating. Our minds are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so a couple more, we, we're going to have a class on the magic of minerals. And this is going to be talking about um, the gal who's presenting it. Her parents have been basically uh, selling and buying and selling gemstones and beads and treasures from all around the world since she was very small. So oh. she has a really huge history in, um, in the gem industry, basically. Um, and she has a really deep understanding of the magical roots of everything. Um, so she's going to be talking about how we can use gemstones magically and minerals and and crystals and gems mm -hmm. and then we will also be having a presentation called feral at heart exploring our inner world and healing ourselves through animal spirit medicine mm. so really tapping into the power of working with animal spirits and how how do these how are these mirrors for ourselves and how can we tap into those energies to help us in our day-to-day -day life mm -hmm. Um, we will have a practical magic spell work for the modern witch class, <laughs> which I love. I love the idea of practical magic. Like yeah. this is one of the things that I fully embrace as I embrace the word witch is that I create magic every day. Yes. Right. Yes. With your words, with your thought, like everything can be magic. Yeah. Everything can be magic. Yeah. And, and all, there's all these little spells or, um, actions that I take throughout every day that are setting something in motion. And that's, that's practical magic, right? So she's going to take us a little bit deeper into the intentionality of creating actual spell work in your day-to-day -day life. Love it. Um, and then finally, I'm going to be presenting on the power of pendulums. And I, I do these pendulum parties <laughs> that are called playing with pendulums, right? So I show up at your house and I bring pendulums and um, I bring props and we do, you and your friends gather around and we do a bunch of pendulum exercises and I teach you about the history of pendulums and we practice doing energy work with them. And it's just, it's a really fun thing that I love. And I thought, well, I can't quite translate that to an hour long class, but pendulums are one of the coolest, easiest tools to keep in your purse or your handbag. Mm -hmm. And, and I have, I always have mine with me and it's really such a window into your intuition. So, um, I believe that pendulums are something you can utilize to quiet when your mind is like, oh, you should do this. No, you should do this. But what about this? But did you consider this other possibility? I don't know. I'm kind of scared. I don't think that's a good idea. Like, I don't know if anybody else's mind works like that. That's my mind. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> but when you tune Let's in with your all the plans and right. get exactly. some to do none of them. No. <laughs> Exactly. Or like get frozen. Like I, yeah. I get so, everything gets so noisy. I get frozen and I'm like, I don't know which choice to make. Mm. What if it's the wrong choice? Yeah, but I yeah. found if I sit down with my pendulum, my body will guide that pendulum and I don't feel like it's guiding it. I feel like I'm stuck still, but somehow the energy of my knowing is moving through me and into that and telling me what's true. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm going to be talking about that and I'm going to be showing you guys some exercises you can do. And, um, I, I think it's just going to be a really fun time. Of course I think that cause I'm going to have fun, but I think if I'm having fun, you guys might have fun too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will admit that, um, 
my mom used to work with a pendulum. And so it's one of the things, like I have a bunch even. People always give me pendulums. It is some, a tool I do not use. Like I just, I can't resonate with it. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm, I like, I, like it fascinates me. I wish that I could use it. But I think it's like that mind over matter type of thing for me where my mind is still going, you're doing this. But I, I, I am actually really looking forward to tuning into yours to like see if I can like drop that like that mindset and, and use my pendulum more. Um, because when I walk into like a crystal shop, the pendulums that are there, as soon as I walk in, it's like, voo, voo, and they're like, Woo, what's going on in here? And like, <laughs> you know, I've picked a few pendulums because I'm like, oh, this one's like, you know, they're like, okay, go underneath them, see what one reacts to you, or at least that's what I've been told or whatever. And I'm like, okay, like, yeah, this is great. This is going to work for me. I get it home and it's like just as stubborn as I am. So... <laughs> So I am looking, but, and because my mom, like, I will say that, like, my family hasn't had any real, like, formal training. I would say I'm, I'm the first person that actually have, has seeked out um, other people training me, like, you know, mm -hmm. coming in and like being a mentor and like being that student. So um, I've never taken a class on pendulum work. I've, you know, I've maybe done it in like a big course where it's like, okay, for 30 minutes, we're going to work with pendulums a little bit. And it just throws me off. So I'm really excited to just like dedicate, like, we're not moving on after this. This is what this class is about, or this, you know, talk is about. So I'm excited. <laughs> nice. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, and how neat that you have a bunch of pendulums. That being said, I also just want to say not every tool is for every person. And that, yes. And that's just it. And that's one yeah. of those things where like, I'm going to be setting the intention. That's like, is this mine or is it not mine? And if that's, yeah. if that's the case, then maybe these pendulums need a new home, right? Like maybe it's time for them to move on because that's something I'm always trying to do too, is like clear my space of yeah. like, <laughs> where did this come from? Oh, I haven't seen this in forever. I miss this. Like, mm -hmm. so really like this, like I'm trying to focus my energy on the tools that I have are the tools that really resonate with me. Yeah. And I, yeah. So Mm. I, I, it's, I, I like that. Um, and part of the reason that drew me into this mystical gathering is that opportunity to kind of sit in circle mm -hmm. for this weekend and be like, that resonates, that doesn't this, yep. you know, that kind of thing. Like, so it's beautiful. It's almost like, um, like a rainbow of here's all these different tools and like, which one do you want to get started or where do you want to learn more about? Like, so yes. I love it. It's beautiful. Thank you for yeah. bringing this all together. <laughs> Thanks. I'm, I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about the opportunity to share it. And, you know, for anybody listening who might be like, well, I can't dedicate a whole weekend to sitting around watching videos. You know, I mean, I know for one thing, I know we're not all sheltering in place anymore. Like a yes. lot of places are opening up and people are moving back out into the world. Um, <clears throat> so, it, you know, it's not like we're trapped in our yeah. homes <laughs> like we have been. Um, but if you can't catch it all, I want you to also know that I will, I am offering it one of two ways. So people can sign up and hang out for the whole weekend and that's it. And the videos will be available till Monday, the 15th in the evening. You can watch whatever you can during that time and then they disappear. But if you are somebody who are, who decides, oh, actually I'd like to have access anytime I want, there is another option to purchase. And, um, and I don't know, Karina, if you're going to post the link in in the 
uh, comments or notes. Yeah. So on the, on the page, when you click and go and check out all the speakers and all of that information, it does give you the two different op options to purchase. And the second option will give you access to the weekend, but it also gives you access to all the replays. Um, and with either option, you'll get handouts um, from the presenters it, for those of them that have handouts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which so. my handout will just be more of an overview, just so everyone right. knows. Fabulous. <laughs> Fabulous. Um, yeah, and I, I love that too, because if you decide to get access for a lifetime, because um, that, that's what you said, right? It's like lifetime yeah. access. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to make sure I was like verbing that right. Um, totally. But it's one of those things where like I can watch and I do this even, so I follow a few tarot readers online mm -hmm. and I will go back through that monthly reading for myself and watch it like each week. And I pull something out different each time. So I love that you're offering that over like the lifetime because it's, Something that like you could probably be like, oh yeah, I'm bored tonight. Oh, I'll watch that mystical gathering that I was in. And probably it would be like all brand new and you could learn something completely different because you're you're in a different part of your yeah. life now, right? And you're you're listening for different things now. And I yeah. think that um that I love when people do that. Um, because it does, it like it continues that magic to grow, mm -hmm. right? And that mm -hmm. journey to unfold. So um, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, would you like to talk about the moon that weekend a little bit? Um, I would, if I knew it was happening, I know we're in sure. a full moon tonight. Yes, we are, <laughs> we are recording, um, during the full moon eclipse in Sagittarius tonight. Mm -hmm. Um, this week, the weekend that we are doing the mystical gathering, we have a waning moon. Mm -hmm. And it transitions on Friday and early Saturday from Pisces and then Saturday to Sunday into Aries. So, oh. yeah, I really, I'm really excited for this. <laughs> so from Friday to Saturday, we're in Pisces and then Saturday to Sunday, we're in Aries? Yes. Huh. Yeah. So it's like, go with the flow, merge, we're joining, we're all coming together. And then there's like this action. Yeah. That happens from that. Yes. And I love that it, it, it it's in that uh, wild woman phase of the moon. <laughs> that, that's kind of what's like uh, awesome. Because when I think of like that cusp of like Pisces and Aries, it's that mm -hmm. like that wild woman, she has the emotion, but she also has the fire. Mm -hmm. She knows she knows how to flow with that, right? To when to bring it out, when not to and stuff. And so I just thought that that was very interesting because um, for some reason, the place, sorry, I'm looking at my calendar. Yeah. Not that anyone can see me, this is a podcast, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird when I turn. When I, um, but, you know, like this eclipse was stationed in Sagittarius. Like, you know, like the new moon is going to be stationed in Cancer, like that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. So I thought it was very interesting that this moon actually transitions um, stations during that time. Like it was just like interesting. Yeah. Like and I, I was curious if you did that on purpose, but I, I did not. Okay. <laughs> I follow, obviously, like I have it mapped out on my calendar. That's something I follow a lot. That was part of mm -hmm. like my reclaiming, but um, 
yeah, it was just super interesting to me that like, oh, this is a lot of like good energy coming for it, like renewal kind of stuff, you know, and um, especially with the planets that are still in retrograde, like that mm-hmm. during that time. And I don't, I, I was going to ask you too, did you purposely make it before the 18th of June because of Mercury retrograde? <laughs> No, you know, I'll be really honest with you. I came up with the idea and I thought, how long would I need to plan this? Uh, well, maybe four weeks. So I pulled all this together in four weeks. Nice. <laughs> and it's, and you're doing it really beautiful and beautifully. And I want, like, I can, I just want to say too, like, that's such an Aries thing, right? An Aries moon to just be like, this is my idea. Let's put it forward. <laughs> How synchronistic, how synchronistic is it that that was the drive and then that was the weekend that you decided to put that on, especially when we're like, you know, so right. I just, I love how magic works sometimes like totally. that, where you're like, if you're looking for it, you can find it. Or, you know, sometimes to me, it was like screaming. <laughs> well, I will say that I am very Sagittarius and I oh. even have a Sagittarius stellium. So I'm like... It's, I'm super fire and this is kind of how I roll. I'm like, what? Yeah. I have an idea. Let's make it happen. You know? And then halfway through, I'm like, whoa, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> what am I creating right now? Right. Look what's happening all around me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I always finish it, but. <laughs> yeah. And that, well, hey, that's, that's a good thing because Aries, and I say this because I'm an Aries moon and. Uh-huh my um, first house is in Scorpio. So I'm a Scorpio with an Aries moon, ascending, rising in Scorpio, which we know our first house, anyways, blah, blah, blah. So it's just like, I love to start things, but a lot of times I'm like, "Mm, that fire's fizzled out now. (laughs) Uh Moving on. Yeah. (laughs) So I really have to like have a lot of drive and passion towards something like this that I like I'm working towards. So (laughs) it helps to have like other people you're doing it with too. I mean, that's what I find for myself. Like I, that's part of the thing is like bringing people together gives you not only accountability, but drive and excitement and like Mm -hmm. the juice of like stirring the cauldron together and look what we (laughs) made, you know? So yeah, something absolutely beautiful and I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. So, um, we're coming up to almost an hour. So I was wondering if you would maybe like what I like to do on this podcast is <laughs> give an energy week for the, an energy reading for the week. <laughs> okay. So we would, um, be, this gets released on Sundays So our energy reading would be from that Sunday to um, Saturday, Sunday energy. Um, So the, and I, I don't necessarily follow um, the moon cycle um, outside of the major quarters. Uh Um, However, like I, sometimes it might come up as I'm um, talking or doing my reading. Um, But I really like to pull on that energy from, that, that weekend or that moon phases that's coming up. So um, are you going to be using tarot or oracle? I've got tarot cards right here. Okay. I like Would to you use... prefer that I use no. oracle? Oh, no, okay. no, no, no. Um, I will use oracle because okay. I like, I just like the comparison. So that's why I, I asked. <laughs> got it. 
How many okay. cards am I pulling? So um, we'll do kind of like a round robin where you can pull one, I pull one, you pull one, I pull one. And then it's kind of like that building collective energy. Okay. Um, so if you're ready to pull, you can go ahead and um, pull a card. All right. So I pulled the queen of wands. Woo! So some of that, that's funny. That just makes me feel into that like feminine fire mm -hmm. a little bit that you were just talking about. Mm -hmm. um, that sort of energy of embodying, I don't know, that the word seductress just came to mind. <laughs> yeah. But that's what it was feeling like as I was pulling this card and looking at it. And yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I love that card. I, yeah. And I love that because magic is kind of like seducing yourself a little bit in the sense that like you're getting yourself ready for like the things that you're manifesting in your life. Mm -hmm. And like with your magic, you're, you're preparing your body for that. You're preparing your mindset, you're preparing your environment. And like, when I think of like seduction, like that would be the ultimate thing that I'm just like living in a world where everything is like, Ooh, this is nice for me. <laughs> totally. So perfect. And I love that feminine energy too. Um, the card that I got, so I'm using Kyle Gray's keeper of the light Oracle, just mm -hmm. because Oracle cards a little bit different sometimes. Um, I'm using the, uh, sorry, um, Hilarion divine healing came through. And it, uh, it says, honor your sensitivity, retreat to recharge and heal. Your light can support others. And when I think of Pisces, that is such a masculine energy for me, at least. Uh -huh. It really resonates with that. And the fact that it says, honor your sensitivity, like Pisces are so sensitive. They're so loving. And um, in the card here, his heart chakra is represented by um, a green emerald. And I just think like, whew, what kind of divine healing is going to happen over that weekend for everyone, right? Where they can step in and find something that feels nurturing and good for them. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. I like it. <laughs> so, um, I just pulled the moon. Ooh. <laughs> Let's dive deep, shall we? Yes. That'll work, anyone? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, that seems also appropriate. Um, for me, I think about the moon as also being more on that feminine energy side. So I feel like we just, I just sandwiched your masculine energy with these femi more feminine cards. But it's also that kind of... Um, more intuitive, watery energy. Yeah. And there's that feeling of like, how, whenever I think about the moon, I think about kind of what lies below, what lies oh. beneath the surface, right? And it's being illuminated by that full moon or that moon energy. Like, oh, okay, we can kind of let all those things that are normally hidden bubble to the surface here. Mm -hmm. um, whether it's emotions or thoughts or, you know, whatever it might be, it's a really good time to illuminate those and to, to work with them. So, mm. um, yeah. Oh, I love that. I love it. I love it. I'm here for it. Um, and I actually pulled another masculine card. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah, we're so magical. I know. 
And I just, okay, I want to remind everyone that we're still in Gemini season next weekend as well. And Gemini is all about seeing the flip of both feminine and masculine, right? For me, mm-hmm. at least it's, it's embodying that light and that shadow side. And I love that this reading is pulling that out, right? Reinforcing, hey, remember. And so this, he's El Moria and it's awakening presence. The universe is with you. Wear a cloak of protection and love. And that's exactly what we are going to be doing next weekend is, you know, throughout the our, our, the whole weekend, it's, it's going to be about, you know, awakening that presence with inside you, right? Go allowing yourself to carve out time for self-care, um, <clears throat> you know, and kind of like, I th- some, I've been really thinking about self-care a little bit as kind of like, a masculine trait in women in the sense that like you have to know um, you have to use your voice to really say like it's time for me to have self-care to carve uh-huh. out that time because feminine energy for me is sometimes like overgiving, right and so masculine energy is nope conserving that energy you know I, I, I literally hear my father's voice saying work smart, work smart, not hard, like that kind of stuff. So this awakening to president presence and, you know, the universe is with you. Like you're going to learn something juicy this weekend. Come prepared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Oh, and he's wearing blue as well, which is all about communication. So, and Gemini season, all about communication. So yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. I love it. I'm here for it. So balanced. Um, it, yeah, very, very balanced. <laughs> well, I want to thank you so very much. Is there anything else that you would like to talk about? Um, oh, please, please let us know where we can connect with you. I will obviously link people up during, in my Instagram posts and my mm-hmm. Facebook posts. But if you don't follow me on Instagram and Facebook, I don't know what you're doing. So get over there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But um, if you do are happening to listen to um, just on the platform, Emily, where can they reach you at? Uh, So on Facebook, I'm Wise Woman Witchery. And um, over on Instagram, also at Wise Woman Witchery. Uh, And if you are more of an email kind of person, you can always reach out to me at wisewomanwitchery at sonic.net. Or check out my website at wisewomanwitchery.com. Amazing. Say that 10 times fast. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to um, I got mixed up when I was saying reading for the week and said week for the reading. So, <laughs> But like I said, I will link this up in the description of the podcast. As well, I will link this up on Instagram and Facebook. So Thank you so much, Emily, for sharing your energy with me today, with everyone during this week as they listen. And I cannot wait to share space with you next week. And it's going to be absolutely magical. Well, thanks for having me, Karina. I can't wait to share space with you either. I think this is just going to be so cool to get together in this way. So yes, I agree. Yeah. All right. See you next week. <laughs>